Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to Planet with Nikki, the podcast dedicated to unlocking your full potential in productivity, strategy, execution, and personal growth. The podcast where we dive deep into intentional living. I'm Nikki, your host and guide on this transformational journey towards realizing your goals and aspirations. In the last episode, I spoke about the key fundamentals and explored how mastering productivity can positively impact your daily life with a focus on identifying what truly matters to you and ensuring that your time and energy are dedicated to those things that most align to your core values. If you missed it, hop on back and check it out. Today, we are going to talk about the productivity mindset connection and how your mindset shapes your approach to productivity in addition to sharing some of the key things you can do to overcome those common mindset obstacles that hinder effective time management. I think this episode will be great for those who voted on the last episode question, what is your biggest challenge to achieving your aspirations? And out of time, money, and motivation, motivation took it home by a whopping 80%. Not surprised. While this episode will focus mostly on practical tips for optimizing your daily schedule, sharing a little bit about the Pomodoro technique, time blocking, and other effective methods you can try to see what works best for you. The next episode, we'll do a deeper dive into motivation, so be sure to follow so you don't miss it. So let's jump in. Understanding the productivity mindset connection and identifying common mindset obstacles, your mindset plays a crucial role in determining how you approach tasks and manage your time. The way you perceive challenges, setbacks, and opportunities can significantly impact your overall productivity or just how well you get shit done. Cultivating a positive and growth-oriented mindset is key to unlocking your full potential in terms of time management. Having a positive mindset can enhance your motivation and resilience. It allows you to see challenges and as opportunities for growth, fostering creativity, and a proactive approach to problem solving. Conversely, a negative mindset may lead to procrastination, self-doubt, and a tendency to avoid challenges, which hinders effective time management as tasks might start to feel overwhelming or even insurmountable. Let me give you an example I've recently experienced and the approach that helped me overcome overwhelm. Imagine you have a super tight deadline for a project at work, just as I did. I had to stand in front of a room full of people and launch a strategy execution bootcamp in partnership with a consultant. This was my first major deliverable and milestone in a fairly new role as the head of our strategy realization office. Having a positive mindset I viewed it as an opportunity to showcase my role, sorry, to showcase my skills and rise to the challenge. It was the first time I was really performing in front of my bosses and my peers. I'm not going to lie and say I was jumping up and down with joy like this was the best day of my life. (laughs) Far from it. But in reality, in the lead up, it was stressful. There were times where I just felt completely overwhelmed. There were times where I was just asking myself, I'd I don't think I can do this. Can I do this? You know, but to overcome that, I would take short breaks and preparations, take a deep breath and use visualization techniques that really helped me better approach the task with enthusiasm, breaking it down into manageable steps and seeing myself, visualizing myself, performing and delivering an epic opening on the day. It's important to see each hurdle as a chance to learn and grow. Focus on finding solutions when you're stuck. Collaborate with teammates, with friends, 
partners deliver that high quality work. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Having that positive mindset not only helps you manage your time efficiently and effectively, but it also contributes to a more enjoyable and successful work experience, thus minimizing burnout, which in and of itself will likely be the topic of a future episode. Now consider that same tight deadline scenario, but let's say I had a negative mindset going into it. I'd probably feel overwhelmed all the time, super stressed. No one would want to be around me with that looming deadline. And instead of viewing it as an opportunity, I would view it as perceiving it as a burden. Like, gosh, I really don't want to do this. I don't have time for this. This is crazy. Doubt and fear of failure start to creep in, you know, going, oh my gosh, I can't do this. I'm just going to put this off. Procrastinate, procrastinate. That negative mindset would have likely have caused me to avoid asking for help or collaborating with others. It probably would have made me feel reluctant to admit that I'm struggling. Having that kind of mindset can significantly hinder your time management as tasks could be approached with more reluctance and obviously the overall quality of your work would most likely suffer, especially if you finally do kick it into gear and you start to get things done and get the ball rolling, it's going to be rushed because you still have that same deadline to meet. So at the end of the day, while you might have met the deadline and you might have gotten everything done, the quality and the deliverable might not have been the best quality. So as you can see, how we actually approach tasks, the biggest difference between a positive versus a negative mindset approach, and the way in which we actually perceive challenges will ultimately impact the outcome, not only in timing, but also in quality. Just like when I wake up in the morning to go for a workout, as much as I would love to lay in bed, hit the snooze button time and time again, I always repeat to myself, I get to go to the gym today. I get to feel my heart beat faster. I get to work hard and become stronger. Try it out. Next time you're struggling with anything, whether it's meeting you don't want to attend, it's an activity you've been putting off, say to yourself, I get to do this today because at the end of the day, it's always better than the alternative. We know that procrastination, perfectionism, and having that fixed mindset are all common mindset obstacles. So the next time you find yourself procrastinating, explore the root cause. Stop and ask yourself, why am I avoiding getting this done? What's my hesitation in just getting started? Try and shift your mindset from fear of failure to a focus on growth to help overcome it. Think about how you can make those small shifts to a growth mindset, which leads to a more resilient and adaptable approach to getting it done. So here are my top four strategies to overcome mindset obstacles. I'm also going to list them in the show notes for reference. But number one, mindfulness and self-awareness. I encourage regular self-reflection to increase self-awareness about your thoughts and beliefs regarding productivity. So what does that mean exactly? Take time for regular self-reflection. This could be through journaling, meditation, or simply quiet contemplation. Consider your thoughts, feelings, and actions in various situations. I personally have a nighttime habit where I journal for a minimum of 20 minutes before I go to bed. 
In those journaling sessions, I'm self-reflecting. I'm thinking about how I handled certain situations in my day and what I could have done differently so I can do better next time. I am not perfect by any means. And while most of my reflections these days are how I handle myself with my littles, there are times where I also reflect on deadlines for tomorrow and other important deadlines in the future from a work perspective and how I can best set myself up for success. I'm thinking about what conversations do I need to have with my husband? You know, what extra support do I feel like I'm going to need over the course of the week? You know, like what does my meal prep need to look like so that I'm not having to worry about things that could be on autopilot, right? So take that time at the end of the evening to really reflect on your day, how you could have done better and what you can do to set yourself up for success in the coming days moving forward. Now, I mentioned mindfulness and meditation in my first episode. If you missed it, scroll on back. And while it will likely make a regular appearance in future episodes, I felt it worthwhile to mention here again. Mindfulness practices can help you stay present, reducing anxiety about the future and fostering a positive mindset. Practice mindfulness meditation to stay present and fully engage with your thoughts and feelings. This was a game changer for me and helped me become more aware of my reactions to different situations. Now, you just have to figure out what mindfulness or meditation technique works best for you. I was listening to another podcast. I love Liz Moody and I was listening to her podcast recently and she was interviewing someone and they were talking about how even just reading a book is actually a form of mindfulness. So you're, you're almost meditating because you're, you're in the moment and you come back to the words and you're in the moment and you come back to the words of the book. So things just as simple as saying 20 minutes of reading a book on a break can actually be really impactful to, to your mental health and, and your anxiety and just relaxing the mind. Number two, goal setting with a growth mindset. Emphasize setting realistic, achievable goals that align with your values. Head on over to my website, planetwithnikki.com. That's P-L-A-N-I-T-W-I-T-H-N-I-K-K-I.com, all one word, for your free smart goals worksheet template to help you set realistic, achievable goals. SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. While this worksheet is geared a bit toward the business world, you can adjust it to be relevant for nearly any goal setting scenario, as long as you're still sticking with the underlying principles, which is be specific, make sure they're measurable, make sure your goals are actually achievable, make sure they're relevant, right? Circle back and go, is this really aligned with my core values? And assign a time frame to it. I want to do this in the next three months. I want to do this in six months and set those goals. Remember to approach them with a growth mindset, viewing challenges along the way as opportunities for learning and improvement. I always like to say when, when things get tough and it's really, really challenging for me, I call those character building moments. So hang in there and view challenges as opportunities. Number three, breaking tasks into manageable steps. 
overcome overwhelm by breaking those much larger tasks into smaller, more manageable steps. Celebrate the small victories, reinforcing a positive mindset and motivation. I will also be adding a step-by-step guide on how to break tasks down into smaller steps, linking to the show notes along with some of the other free templates and information that I'm sharing out of this particular episode. Number four, positive affirmations. Incorporate positive affirmations into your routine to challenge negative thoughts and foster a mindset of confidence and capability. The benefits of affirmations really are endless, but they really help with focusing on achieving your goals, shifting negative thoughts, and improving mental health. I am not sponsored by, nor am I asked to endorse them, but there's an app that I absolutely love called I Am, and it sends me affirmations to my phone throughout the day. I love it because I can pick what I want the affirmations to speak to. So they can be very general, or they can be to control stress and anxiety, or strengthen relationships, being confident, or just send me motivational quotes. Um, Again, I love it. I get them starting first thing in the morning. They go through nine o'clock at night whenever I have my phone silenced. Uh, And so every time throughout the day that pops up, I'm like, oh yes, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Uh, So highly recommend it. If not that one, I'm sure there's a million other apps out there, very similar. Find what works for you. Uh, Highly recommend the positive affirmations just to keep things going and to help with motivation. At the end of the day, the productivity mindset connection is a powerful force that can either repel you forward or hold you back. By understanding those common mindset obstacles and implementing strategies to overcome them, you can transform your approach to time management and ultimately getting shit done and achieving those goals. Remember, it's not just about managing your time. It's about managing your mindset to unlock your true productivity potential. And know that it's a journey. Things don't happen overnight, but hang in there. Now, I mentioned at the intro that I would touch on some practical tips for optimizing your daily schedule. Sharing a little, sorry, sharing a little bit about the Pomodoro technique, time blocking, and other effective methods that you can try to see what works best for you. But let's start with the Pomodoro technique. This is a time management method developed by Francesco Cirillo uh, in the late 1980s. It's a simple yet effective approach to improving productivity and focus. The technique involves breaking your work into intervals, traditionally 25 minutes in length, separated by short breaks. So how does the Pomodoro technique work? So you select a task that you want to work on. This can be work specific, this can be home life, right? This can be things that you need to do, whatever. You can apply this to anything, but select a task that you want to work on. You're gonna set a timer for 25 minutes. This is considered one Pomodoro. The idea is to work with intense focus during that time. You're gonna work on that chosen task until the timer rings. If you think of something else that you need during that time, write it down on a piece of paper, but continue focusing on the task at hand. When the timer rings, take a short break of around five minutes. Use that time to stretch, grab a drink, do something refreshing to recharge, 
have a mindful minute, right? And then you're gonna repeat the process. And then after you complete four Pomodoros, right? So that's gonna be about an hour because they're 25 minutes each. Then you're gonna take a longer break of around 15 to 30 minutes. You can keep a record of your completed Pomodoros. That way you can help track your productivity and identify patterns in your work habits. I specifically like to do around 45 minutes for my Pomodoros, right? And I'm, you know, I like to get into a flow that's more specific to my workspace. I think it's really important that if you do want to do this technique, understand that it can be adaptable, right? So while 25 minutes is traditional, you can set it to adjust to your specific nature of work. Uh, and then whenever my 45 minutes is up, you know, I, I like to take a longer break, like the 15 minutes or so. And then after about four rounds of 45 minute Pomodoros, I'll then take a longer 30, 45 minute mindful meditative walk or longer break, uh, something just to refresh myself. Some of those key principles and benefits to the Pomodoro technique, you know, it's focus and flow. So by working in concentrated timed intervals, you're more likely to enter a state of flow where you're fully immersed in the task at hand. You're mitigating burnout. So you have short, regular breaks that help burn, prevent the burnout and maintain that sustainable level of focus and energy throughout the day task assessment. So the technique actually encourages you to break down those tasks into smaller manageable parts, making it easier to assess progress and adjust goals as needed. You have the time awareness factor. The Pomodoro technique promotes awareness of time and helps you estimate how much time tasks actually take. You know, I mentioned adaptability just a moment ago. In addition to that, there's also reduced procrastination. So knowing you have a limited time to work on a task often reduces procrastination as the time constraint can create a sense of urgency. Many people find the Pomodoro technique to be a helpful tool for managing their time and increasing productivity. However, it's essential to experiment and adapt it to fit your individual work style and preferences. Now, the other technique that I wanted to share with you is time blocking. This is a more common one that a lot of folks are aware of, but the time blocking technique, it's a time management technique that involves scheduling specific blocks of time for different tasks or activities. The idea is to allocate dedicated periods for focused work on particular projects, meetings, or types of tasks. This technique can enhance productivity by providing structure to your day and helping you prioritize and manage your time more effectively. So, how do you implement the time blocking technique? Start by listing the tasks and activities you need to accomplish during the day or the week. If I'm time blocking, I like to do it in a full week, to be honest, because it gives me a better, bigger picture and where I might need to shift things around. I do that early in the week so that the rest of the week is flow. But you have to remain flexible. Things pop up. Other pieces of urgency might come through, right? Someone's sick, you have to cancel a day. What? So just remember, be flexible, okay? Then you're gonna determine the priority of each of those tasks. Consider deadlines, importance, urgency. Then you're gonna allocate time blocks. 
So you can assign specific blocks of time to different tasks or categories of tasks. So for example, you might allocate a block of time in the morning for fo focused work on a project, another block for meetings in the afternoon, and a separate block for responding to emails. The way I have given this specific example is how I prefer to work. And the reason being is because you have most of your energy and brain power at its peak first thing in the day. So take advantage of that for your more complex activities, for your more creative necessities, right? More problem solving. Have your meetings in the afternoon if possible. And then at the end of the day, I like to allow myself one hour to review and respond to emails, obviously answering those marked urgent first. Once you get those time blocks allocated, commit to following that schedule that you've created. Treat those time blocks as appointments and try to avoid distractions during those periods. And again, as I just mentioned, you've got to be flexible. While time blocking does provide structure, you have to be flexible to just to those unexpected things that may come up, right? Leave some buffer time between blocks for some of those unforeseen circumstances too. Make sure that maybe you're grouping similar tasks together in the same time block. That helps to minimize context switching and allows you to take advantage of momentum and focus. Don't forget to include breaks in your schedule. Short breaks between blocks can help refresh your mind and maintain productivity. And this is where, not to muddy the water, so to speak, but could be a good opportunity to once you get used to like say the Pomodoro technique, right? Maybe there's a way that you can integrate that with time blocking. Some way to kind of, I don't know, fix the two together that really works for your schedule. So that you are, that you're really focused on a set intense work time, right? That, that Pomodoro technique and you're following that, but you're doing it based on time blocks, right? And then of course, at the end of the day or the week, however you choose to do it, you wanna reflect on how well you actually stuck to your time blocks and assess your overall productivity. And then adjust your schedule as needed for the following days based on what worked well and what needs improvement. Now, some of the benefits to time blocking, you can have increased focus by dedicating specific time blocks to tasks. You can focus more intensely on each activity without distractions. Improve productivity. You know, that structured approach of time blocking helps you prioritize those tasks and make efficient use of your time. Reduce procrastination. Knowing that you have a designated time for each task can reduce that procrastination as you have a clear plan for when and how you're going to tackle your responsibilities. And you also have a better work-life balance. Time blocking allows you to allocate time not only for work-related tasks, but also for personal activities and relaxation, contributing to that more balanced lifestyle. Put those on your calendar, time block that in, so no one else bothers you and you have dedicated, allocated time for you. And remember, the key to successful time blocking is consistency, as is with everything, and adaptability. It's a tool that can be adjusted based on your personal preferences and the nature of your work, just like the Pomodoro technique I mentioned before. So those are the key techniques 
and ideas that I would love to hear if any of these strategies and recommendations mentioned throughout today's episode works for you. And I would love to hear all about it if you're open to sharing your experiences, along with any questions you might have that I can help address in future episodes. I promise all questions remain anonymous. You can send it over by email to Nikki, that's N-I-K-K-I, at planetwithnikki.com. And don't forget to access your free smart goal setting worksheet and step-by-step guide on how to break down daunting tasks into manageable steps, as well as the Pomodoro technique tool, which you can find at planetwithnikki.com, also linked in the show notes below. I want to say a very big thank you for joining me today. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share your thoughts on social media with all links available on my website, or you can tag at planetwithnikki1 on Instagram or at nikkipeel on TikTok. Until next time, here's to unlocking your full potential and creating a life filled with purpose, productivity, and personal growth.